The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Welcome, everyone, to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host and founder of health and wellness company WCubed, which you can learn more about at wcubedcommunity.com. Thank you for joining me, whether it's live or on demand. Our goal with the show is to provide information and support for those who want to take ownership of their health and engage in a lifestyle that regenerates their body, mind, and spirit. And it's become clear to me that there are two pieces to making sustained lifestyle change, positive subconscious programming and access to information about the good daily choices to make. In other words, our subconscious programming needs to be in line with making good conscious choices or they won't stick and we'll go back to bad habits. So we address both aspects on this show. We feature many practitioners who provide information about good daily choices to make and also those who specialize in subconscious reprogramming. And an example of that is Psyche practitioner Brian Radke, who was just on the show last week, September 29th, and will be a recurring guest. If you missed that show, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because subconscious programming is so very powerful. And now let's get started with today's show. Our guest is Suzanne Manafort, Program Director for the Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy Program for Veterans. If you haven't heard about the Give Back Yoga Foundation, then let me introduce this wonderful organization to you. The Give Back Yoga Foundation believes in making yoga available to all those who might not otherwise have the opportunity to experience the transformational benefits of this powerful practice. As a national nonprofit yoga organization, they support and fund certified teachers in all traditions to offer the teachings of yoga to underserved and under-resourced socioeconomic segments of the community. Through their highly effective programs, trainings, and resources, Give Back Yoga Foundation inspires grassroots social change and community cooperation as the nation's gateway for yoga service projects of all types and sizes. To find out more about Give Back Yoga Foundation, please visit givebackyoga.org. And we featured Olivia Kovitney, the program director for their active duty first responders program on August 11th. And today, Suzanne Manafort is going to talk to us about the work she does with our veterans. And in upcoming GenR episodes, we're also going to feature the program directors for the other three yoga service programs, Eat, Breathe, Thrive for Positive Body Image Development, the Prison Yoga Project, and Yoga of 12-Step Program for Addiction Recovery. I'm looking forward to all of those. Welcome to the show, Suzanne. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Well, thank you. I thank you so much for um, inviting me. I'm so grateful to be part of this. 
I, um, I also, you know, want people out there to know that 22 veterans a day commit suicide because yes. of post-traumatic stress. Yes. And when I started doing this work um, seven or eight years ago, it was, only, it was 17 veterans a day. We're losing more, and it seems like we need to create more awareness. So please, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, and I have hard heard about that heartbreaking statistic yeah. and yet want to do everything in my power as well to try to reverse that trend because it is heartbreaking. So, And this is very important work. So my question for you is, what drew you to this? What drew you to working with veterans? Well, that's a good question. I have, I've trained with two teachers uh, over the past 20 years, Beryl Bender-Birch and Patty Townsend, and I, treat, I trained in therapeutic work. About 10 years ago, um, Beryl asked me if I would be interested in being a board member for the Give Back Yoga Foundation, and I um, accepted. And I thought if I'm a board member, I should be volunteering in my community as well and trying to reach underserved populations. So at that time, I, was work- I started working with um, inner-city teenage kids and... I realized pretty quickly that teenage kids is not my dharma and not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> okay. so I continued to search, and I saw an article in the uh, Hartford Current in Connecticut uh, saying that they're using yoga to work in conjunction with therapeutics in uh, VAs for post-traumatic stress, and I just was intrigued by this. So I started out by volunteering my time once a week to do a yoga class, and um, they put me in a pretty severe population. The, the, um, the residential program, uh, men and women that are not functioning in the world and need to come in for treatment in hospital for 12 to 16 weeks. And I um, sort of figured out along the way that what I was teaching, you know, just a regular old asana class wasn't exactly what I should be doing. And it sort of changed the course of my life and many others. Yes. And did you figure out how to tailor a yoga practice for veterans suffering with PTSD or did you work with others to figure that out? I sort of figured it out. I, um, yeah, as I, said, I trained with two amazing teachers, Beryl Bender-Birch and Patty yes. Townsend in therapeutics. And along the way with my training with them, you know, I realized that when, when the Rishis were using yoga, they weren't just saying, here, here's some asana, go do this sequence. They were trying to create ba- uh, balance in the body and mind. Mm-hmm. And we have all these practices. We have these breathing practices called pranayama, we have movement practices, and we have uh, lots of resting practices. And the objective, you know, just like in Ayurveda, is to find the correct practices to create balance. So once you figure out what the symptoms are and what you're dealing with, you have to tailor those practices to match or to balance those, those symptoms or problems. Exactly. So I worked very hard at it, and I... Um, I had the help of these amazing veterans in this program that said, yes, this works for me. No, this ah. doesn't work. So they were, they were the ones that created the program with me. <laughs> A co-creation. Yes, yes, and what you were referring to sounds like your Mindful Yoga Therapy Toolbox, and we'll get into that in the next segment. You'll get into all the different yes. facets of the toolbox that you developed to use with the veterans. 
Uh, for right now, my question is just about PTSD. That may be quite misunderstood. So can you talk to us about what you have seen causes PTSD in your students? I mean, it's, uh, causes is a, is a funky word. I'm not sure um, mm. where I work with veterans. That's the population I work with. PTSD yes. can um, be in populations for abused women. It can be uh, children that are abused. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for PTSD. So the, the population that I work with are experiencing trauma in, um, in, in, in war and, and in combat. And um, the, the, the thing about the war that we're in now, this Afghan and Iraqi war, is that the men and women that are in uh, combat now have been deployed more times than any men, in, men or women in history. Oh, we I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We've sent them back numerous times. So they're not even having the opportunity to come home and get well. They're, they're deployed and redeployed and redeployed. And um, so their, their body and their mind doesn't have the opportunity to even recover. Mm-hmm. They just keep getting sent back. So yes. You know, we've been there 10 years already. That's right. It's a long time. And long time. Can you tell us what do they experience uh, in a book that you wrote that I read? You refer to something called four symptom clusters. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I co-wrote that book with Robin Gilmartin, who's a clinical social worker, and that's sort of her piece, but I'll do my best with it. Okay. Um, the PTSD clusters are arousal, intrusion, avoidance, uh, and negative con- cognition or moods. The arousal piece is, you know, it's, it's more like hyperarousal, right? So we have this nervous system that has a parasympathetic section and a sympathetic nervous system, which is yes. the fight-or-flight piece. And when something threatens our life or scares us or uh, creates a traumatic response in us, um, the sympathetic nervous system becomes aroused, and our respiration rises, our heart rate rises, our pupils dilate, our arteries dilate. Uh, we get more blood and oxygen. Um, there's a whole um, uh, bunch of things that happen, and they're set in our body to save our life. You know, it's, it goes all the way back to when a tiger would attack us That's when right. we were, you know. It's but, a very you know, useful thing to have. They're to save our life. They're, they're good yeah. things. Yeah. But for people that keep um, that stay in a chronic place of trauma, these these things become unhealthy. So there's the arousal piece. Intrusion is something that happens afterwards. The the we have intrusive thoughts or flashbacks, nightmares. I mean, nightmares seem to be the number one symptom that I hear from the men and women that I work with. They don't sleep for days because if they do sleep, they're woken up by these horrible nightmares. Wow. Um, um, avoidance is uh, when they come back, their life is different, and it's hard for them to settle back into the same life. So they, have, um, they, they avoid trying to be around people. They avoid trying to uh, have feelings that might stimulate something that might be memories or reminders of past traumas. So that's a whole, um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes behind that. And then negative, negative cognition is, um, 
it, it includes their thought process, the negative beliefs about oneself or about others. I mean, when something so horrible happens to you, it's hard for you to think positively anymore. You, you, you have persistent feelings of guilt or shame or anger and, um, and difficulty, you know, expressing positive emotions. So, you know, these four symptoms um, seem to be pretty prevalent. Yes. And just from your explanation of those, my heart just was going out to anyone who was experiencing any single one of those, let alone all four. And it then becomes clear as to why these veterans are ending their lives. Because 22 men and women a day committing suicide. I mean, life just becomes so challenging and so hard that, you know, it's just nobody wants to feel it. So, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So now that you've explained that, uh, let's get ready for a break. And on the other side, we're going to talk about what can be done to help these folks who really need to be broken out of this cycle. So thank you so much for that information. And You're let's welcome. get ready thank for our for break here. Me. You're very welcome. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And I'm talking to the program director for the Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy Program for Veterans, Suzanne Manafort. And during the break, you can check out a couple of our shiny new banners on the Generation Regeneration homepage for Grab Green and Thrive Market, places where you can shop online for organic, non-toxic, and affordable products of all kinds. It's great stuff. Stay tuned. And on the other side, we're going to learn about how Suzanne helps our veterans suffering with these terrible symptoms with yoga and mindfulness. It's really encouraging stuff. Thanks a lot and see you soon. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. It's here, announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Are you a wellness entrepreneur or practitioner who wants to grow your business dramatically without compromising your values? Are you ready for an adventure and expansion with Sandra Mahotra, host of Generation Regeneration Holistic Radio, and Noam Kanstucky, accomplished coach and creator of Masterpieces? If yes, then apply to our Abundance Cubes Transformation Program, and you could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure in our success challenge. Go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on Abundance Cubed under our radio show to learn more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is the Program Director for Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy Program for Veterans, Suzanne Manafort. And in the previous segment, Suzanne explained what may cause PTSD in her students and what they experience on a daily basis. And that really touched me. It's beyond just bad dreams and a little discomfort. Life, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say life can turn into a nightmare from beginning to end. And that's a terrible place to be. And so I find it wonderful that there are folks like Suzanne out there jumping in and helping this population to heal themselves and find joy in their life again. So in the previous segment, we also refer to something that Suzanne developed called the Mindfulness Yoga Therapy Toolbox. So Suzanne, can you elaborate on the tools that are in your toolbox? Sure. Um, so as I said earlier, you know, way back when the Rishis and, you know, thousands of years ago when men, and men, were, men were practicing yoga in, in India, the practice was really about creating um, balance in the body-mind. And so we've sort of lost that concept a little bit along the way, and this sort of brings us right back to that concept. Mm-hmm. We have included as many of the practices that we can safely. So we have um, breathing, we have mindful movement, we have yoga nidra, we have meditation, and we also have included the practice of gratitude. Mm-hmm. In the breathing practices, or the pranayama part of our um, program, we teach four breathing practices. And all of them are um, purposely um, made to access the parasympathetic nervous system. In fact, all of the practices are about accessing the parasympathetic nervous system so that we can create some balance in somebody with a hyper-aroused nervous system. The asana practice is, uh, again, about the same thing. It's about um, creating um, a slow, mindful movement and... um, and just moving breath and prana through the body. Uh, Yoga Nidra is our most requested practice by the veterans that we work with. It is conscious rest, and it um, creates, um, you know, as much rest. In a half an hour, you can create almost as much rest as a good night's sleep. Um, Meditation, we, we teach a short simple meditation, but this is the one practice that, you know, there's the studies around the world right now are showing that meditation really changes the brain. There's a physical yes. change in the brain, and so it's been easy for me to um, introduce meditation 
to the men and women I work with if I tell them, look, here's the studies, here's the science. This practice is going to help you find a little bit of peace and make some changes. And then finally, the practice of gratitude. Um, we started just, you know, talking about that at the end of everything we did. We just say, um, you know, take your hands together in front of your heart and take a little bit of a bow with your head and see if that helps you arrive at a place that feels like gratitude. As you arrive there, think of something in your life today that you're really grateful for and just acknowledge it. And my thought process when we started doing that was that if we could just help the men and women to understand that every day they have something that's good in their life, yes, and it starts to become the glass is half full instead of half empty, it just changes the, it shifts the way that we think when we start to practice um, gratitude. And in fact... Robin Gilmartin, my co-author, tells me they're doing lots of studies on, on the practice of gratitude now. So um, those are our five practices. Those are yes. our five um, tools, I should say. Yes. And we also have an additional program that we've been working with. Um, Ann Richardson-Stevens in Virginia Beach has been uh, helping us with adaptive yoga, which is um, practices that are tailored for men and women in wheelchairs or with lost limbs. So um, we are tailoring this toolbox in that modality as well. Ah, because that was that was one question that I had because I've heard to I've heard adaptive yoga as being used with the veteran population, and I wasn't really sure what that was. So yeah. that is for folks who um, maybe don't have the their complete physical body available to them, you've adapted the practice, like you say, for a wheelchair or so forth. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Now I understand that. Awesome. And, <laughs> and the yoga nidra, that was interesting that you said that's so popular. And that does make sense if they're having such difficulty sleeping because of yeah. nightmares that the yoga nidra, a half hour of that can be very refreshing. Yes. Well, so they actually come in asking for it. Again, the men and women that I work with are the most severe population, and they're in um, patient treatment. And as they're going through their uh, psychotherapy, you know, things get a little difficult. So their number one request is just for yoga nidra and for some rest. Yes. So we right. do that more than we do almost anything else. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yes. And so where and how often do you practice yoga with your veterans? Do they come to your studio or do you also go to them? Well, it, <laughs> so it started out uh, where I was working with these men and women in the, in the program that I teach in uh, once or twice a week in Connecticut. And um, the director of that program decided that it would be best if they came to us to get them out of the hospital ah. and to um, sort of introduce them back into community. And, um, and that's how it works with my program. But we also have other programs in uh, the hospital that we work in conjunction with clinicians as well. And then about... Seven years ago, I started training other yoga teachers to do this work. So this, this, these programs are nationwide right now, and they're in all different modalities. In fact, this year I even went to Palestine and taught the yoga teachers there to teach it in the refugee camps. Wow. So um, we are now worldwide. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's really wonderful stuff. 
And now when we talked to Olivia, she referred to something uh, trauma-sensitive yoga for her first responders, which is how she modified a regular asana practice to work with those folks who are very stressed and may feel very vulnerable. So have you also modified the actual postures to work better with veterans' needs? Um, well, we created a sequence that we feel works best with mm. um, the population that we work with, yes. Okay. So what we've done in mindful yoga therapy is created a 12-week protocol that we use in conjunction with psychotherapy. We use it in hospitals. We use it in, um, with private clinicians um, and um, sometimes in the yoga center with a clinician. So um, if someone is teaching mindful yoga therapy, they um, would clearly be following our 12-week protocol that includes all five of these practices. Mm. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. And So we like to keep it pretty uniform nationwide so that when you hear it's mindful yoga therapy, and it's been very successful. That's the other reason we're hoping, you know, that our teachers keep it pretty uniform. There's a, yes. a great system for them. Yes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense uh, that you, you've you worked out a formula and you want to replicate that formula, which Correct. has been so very effective. Yes. So that makes perfect sense. Now, if there's a, a veteran or a group of veterans listening to this program who would like to work with a teacher who's trained in mindful yoga therapy, where would they go to find such a person? That's a great question. So we have a website, Mm mindfulyogatherapy.org, and we have some certified teachers that are on our website, and we also have a contact page that um, you could contact us and ask us, where could I find mindful yoga therapy in my community? Also, we have a, a page called Tools and Resources that uh, include our breathing practices in Yoga Nidra that you can either download or stream live, and they're free to anybody that wants to use them. Okay, that's great. And so how many teachers do you think are trained right now in mindful yoga therapy, and, and where in the nation are they? are they? Are they spread out? Yeah, they're pretty well spread out, and I would say, you know, hundreds of yoga teachers nationwide are teaching this. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and so if there is someone out there who is looking to work with a mindful yoga teacher, please hop on the web and yeah, yeah, see if there's someone in your area. And if there's not, uh, then what should they do? Can they touch base with you? Well, the tools are available, as I said, on our website. The breathing practices are there, the yoga nidra is there, and then they can also contact Give Back Yoga Foundation, so it's givebackyogafoundation.org, and um, they can, uh, um, our book will be sent to any veteran for free. Mm, Okay, all right, that's great. And so there's lots of great information on even how to create your own practice in a book. Yes, yes. So lots of great resources here. So if anyone is interested, don't be shy. Hop on the web. Make calls if you need to. I can say from my personal experience with everyone I've dealt with at Give Back Yoga Foundation, wonderful, welcoming, accommodating people. So don't even hesitate to call and ask questions if you have any. 
And on that note, we're going to get ready for our next break. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm talking to the program director for Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy for Veterans, Suzanne Manafort. And we spent the first two segments discussing what those suffering with PTSD experience on a daily basis and how the Mindful Yoga Therapy Toolbox can help them. And if you're a yoga teacher and you want to work with this group, then, as Susan mentioned, specific training is needed. So stay close because we're going to discuss that on the other side of this break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Are you a wellness entrepreneur or practitioner who wants to grow your business dramatically without compromising your values? Are you ready for an adventure and expansion with Sandra Mahotra, host of Generation Regeneration Holistic Radio, and Noam Kanstucky, accomplished coach and creator of Masterpieces? If yes, then apply to our Abundance Cubes Transformation Program, and you could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure in our success challenge. Go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on Abundance Cubed under our radio show to learn more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is the program director for Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy for Veterans, Suzanne Manafort. And our veterans are, for sure, a special group who deserve our respect and admiration as they put their lives on the line for us and may come back from war after having experienced very traumatic circumstances with something like PTSD. And it's wonderful that there are so many groups like Give Back Yoga Foundation who are reaching out 
to these folks to put a serious dent into that statistic that 22 veterans a day commit suicide because of this nightmarish thing that they're going through. And in our listening audience, Suzanne, there may be certified yoga teachers who do want to get involved here and help this group. And as you explained, there's a a toolbox, a formula that you've really worked out to help this population. So where can yoga teachers go to get trained in mindful yoga? How does one start down that path? Well, I can only speak for my organization. We do uh, three different kinds of trainings. We do a 15-hour weekend training, which is a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you get a 15-hour certificate for that. Uh, We do a second training in adaptive yoga, which is also a 15-hour certificate. And then we do a 100-hour therapeutic program. And that program, um, we're just finishing up one in Virginia Beach at... um, Studio Bamboo, and one starting in um, January in Connecticut, and we'll probably have one in California next year. That program is five weekends um, uh, for over a five-month period. Got you. Okay. All right, so it sounds like you have trainings at various places around the country. So We have them nationwide, yeah. Yep. Nationwide. That's great. So given the training, what other special skills or personality traits do you think are needed to really be able to work with veterans effectively in your experience? Well, we have a a list of guiding principles, three guiding principles that we feel are very important. But, you know, one of the one that I think about that stands out the most that I could uh, bring to you is, you know, I always ask the, the people in my programs, what what do you think the qualities of a traumatic event are? And what I'm looking for is they're unsafe, they're out of our control, and they're unpredictable. And so everything that we do in our yoga programs revolve around safety, control, and predictability so that the veteran always feels that they're in a safe environment. Um, They have control over what's happening in the room and they're not told to do anything they don't want to do. And everything we do is predictable, explained, and um, in a comfortable way so that they are able to access the practices we're giving them in a supported um, way. So mm. that's our first guiding principle is that. And then the second one is support precedes action. Um, so we try to, again, create the most supported environment that we can. And the third thing is mindfulness, learning to pay attention to um, this moment. So. Oh, those are great. And yeah. now once someone goes through the training and they understand those guiding principles and they're ready to go, how do they go ahead and build a client base with veterans? How, how would they go ahead and get started? Also a really good question. Um, <laughs> so we, we encourage our teachers, in fact, we ask them not to hang a shingle out that says, I treat PTSD because that's not the case. Um, our teachers work in conjunction with um, uh, clinicians. So it's a complementary therapy, which means you work hand-in-hand with some psychotherapy. And um, the, the marriage of these two is just the perfect thing that creates health and wellness again. That's great. So to answer your question, we prefer that our program is used in a clinical setting or with a clinician. Um, along with it. 
Okay. And does your organization help make those matchups with your folks that are trained or do you we give do, them some or hints? We yeah. do a segment in our training uh, called How to Bring This into the World and we give our teachers the, the fuel and the ammunition they need to step into the world and use this. So, Got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's really important and very helpful, I'm sure, to help yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go through all this specialized yes. training and then not know what to do with it. So. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, and they're probably so eager to help as well. Uh, yeah, that, well yes. We have some amazing people working with us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And another question that I have for you is just about the type of energy that you bring to a practice with veterans. And I'll give you some examples from some of the other Give Back Yoga program directors okay. that I talked to. Uh, Olivia, who works with first responders, mentioned that in that culture, uh, being authoritative really works. Uh, that's what they respond to. That's what they're used to in uh, with the people that they work with. So, boom. Uh, that's the energy that she assumes when she is leading a class. And I also talked to James from the Prison Yoga Project, and that show will air in November. And we touched upon this, and he mentioned that he actually does the exact opposite <laughs> with his prisoners because that's what they're exposed to all day long. And to really reach them, uh, he needs to take a softer and a different approach. So for you, working with this population, uh, as you are leading a class, what are you bringing as the instructor? Well, I feel the same way James does, I, and not because my men and women are prisoners, but they're, they're, they've sort of been told what to do for a long time. And if you remember what I said about safety, control, and predictability, yes. we give the control back to our veterans. So mm-hmm. we have this running joke in my program, and we say, um, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do here you can, all you have to do is show up and breathe. So if you want to sit down and breathe through the whole program, that's your prerogative. Um, most of our, our students are voluntold, as we say. They're, it's mandatory. They're, it's part of their treatment. So many of them are not even happy to be in the class when they start out. By the end, they are. So we give them the, a choice. You can lie down and breathe, you can sit and breathe, or you can participate in what we're doing. And I have to say that um, there are days that some some of our students come in and decide and have had uh, an intense psychotherapy session, and they say, "Today I'm just going to lay down and breathe." And they have the option to do that. So I I don't think making anybody do what they don't want to do is productive. Mm. And you know they're not going to get well if you're making them do something. So that's a really good point. But yeah. even doing that, even laying down and breathing, even that would be helpful. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's really important, actually. Yeah. We, um, you know, breath is where it all starts. And if, if, you, if you notice when somebody's in a hyper-aroused state, they're, they're only using the top of their lungs. They're not even yes. really breathing fully. So if you can get somebody to lay on their mat and just focus on their breath, we've done a wonderful thing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and that's sometimes my favorite part of yoga class, too, is laying on the mat and breathing in the beginning and then savasana at the end. <laughs> yeah. Here again. We, um, you know, we work with men and women who are um, sometimes dissociate and don't even want to live in their body because their memories and their feelings are just too painful. Mm. We try to invite them back in comfortably and safely and at their own rate. 
So you can't make people come back in. You have to you have to invite them in slowly. So That's right. and That's a, and comfortably. Yeah. That's a really great point. Yeah. Now, as you've been on this journey working with veterans and getting your practice up and running, what would you say some of your big challenges and triumphs have been in doing this work? Um, well, I, you know, I think I'm going to start out with the triumph. Yeah. The, the, um, the, the triumphs are the look on the men and women's face when they access just a few moments of quiet and when they realize that the practices that we're offering them really do make a difference. Uh, there's so many good stories about men and women reducing their meds or coming off meds, and and we don't recommend that, by the way, but just hearing the stories of how the yoga and um, these practices have helped lives, you know, changed lives, are the triumphs. That's a triumph. That's um, for sure. The, what was the other, the um, challenges have Some been... Some your challenges. Yeah, what have you encountered along the way? Um, trying to make... People understand that yoga is not a religion and it's not some sort of woo-woo practice. It's really therapeutic and there's some science that's finally showing um, people that what we're doing really does make a difference. So I would say that's been the challenge. I started doing this work um, seven or eight years ago before it was really um, acceptable. I was sort of out there by myself. Yeah. I was out there by myself, and so um, it was kind of challenging to say, you know, I'm, I'm not going to chant with them. I'm not burning incense. <laughs> I'm going to teach them how to breathe, and, and, and that, that is really yoga. That's right. Yes, and Olivia made that point, too, that she doesn't use the Sanskrit uh, and doesn't yeah. do a lot of the other things that you may associate with yoga. She tries to get to the, the heart of it. Which well, is you have the, to meet people where they're at, and if you yes. try to force them into something they're uncomfortable with, you've, you've lost them. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I'm really impressed as I speak to program directors within the Give Back Yoga Foundation how well you all are doing with that with the populations that you're working with. It's really quite commendable. Thank you. We get a lot of support from the team at Give Back Yoga so, um, and from the team at Mindful Yoga Therapy as well. We've got... Um, tremendous amount of uh, wonderful people working with us. So, Yes, I don't doubt that at all. All right. Well, thank you for that information, which could be very useful to yoga teachers who may want to work with this population who could really use this help. Uh, it seems like it's just a wonderful thing for them. So on that note, let's get ready for our final break. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and I've been talking to the program director for Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy for Veterans, Suzanne Manafort. And we covered a lot of ground about mindful yoga and how you can go about extending your teaching skills to that area as well, if that's what you want to do. And we're going to get into some more success stories on the flip side of this break. So thank you so much again for joining us, and we'll see you in a few. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
It's here, announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Are you a wellness entrepreneur or practitioner who wants to grow your business dramatically without compromising your values? Are you ready for an adventure and expansion with Sandra Mahotra, host of Generation Regeneration Holistic Radio, and Noam Kanstucky, accomplished coach and creator of Masterpieces? If yes, then apply to our Abundance Cubes Transformation Program, and you could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure in our success challenge. Go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on Abundance Cubed under our radio show to learn more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy-Malhotra, to connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today has been Program Director for Give Back Yoga Foundation's Mindful Yoga Therapy for Veterans, Suzanne Manafort. And this has been such an informative show. I've learned so much. And Suzanne, who's a real trailblazer in this work, has provided wonderful information about how mindful yoga helps veterans suffering with PTSD and where to go if you wish to extend your yoga teaching expertise to this population who could really use your help. And as we get ready to wrap up, I'd like to ask you, Suzanne, to elaborate on some of the positive changes that you've observed in your students. Uh, Can you share some success stories with us? Oh, I would love to. So um, I, one is just very recent. Um, I, I work with a man who was on 26, 26 different meds daily, psych meds. Oh, my gosh. And he um, started with the 12-week protocol that we work with, and then he did our second program, which is called Resilience. And um, so 24 weeks in, and then he decided to come through um, our teacher training program because he wanted to, share his um, information with other veterans, and mm. he is no longer on any meds at all. So wow. um, that's a big story. That's a, I didn't know there were 26 medications out there. <laughs> well, I, 26 a day means, you know, he could have been taking some four or five times a day, but oh, different ones. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boy, that's so, a lot. Um, that's one story, but I, th- one of my favorite stories is um, <laughs> this young man that came through our residential program. He was a pretty tough guy, lots of tattoos and, uh, and, and, you know, big sort of burly guy. And he, you know, in the middle of the program, when they're starting to get well, they uh, go home on weekends and they start to reintroduce them back into their family life and their family culture. 
And he went home for a weekend, and he came back in on Monday morning, and he said to me, you know, I want to tell you something. And I said, what's that? And he said, I almost got arrested this weekend, but I didn't because of you. (gasps) And I started laughing and said, well, that's pretty cool since I wasn't there. How did that happen? Yeah. And he said, "Um, well, he said I was um, becoming out of control, and it was going to be really a bad one. He said, and I started using the breathing practices that you taught me. Oh, boom. And I calmed myself down and um, and changed the whole situation. Yes. And I just thought that was the best story ever. <laughs> That's a great yeah. story. Yeah, so this is what you were saying, going from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous yes. system. He modulated yes. his body through breathing. Yep. yep. Awesome. So he, uh, he used his tools, and he found his way back to a calm place, which was wonderful. Yes. Yeah, and it is very interesting that yoga's been around for thousands of years, and it seems like we're finally closing the loop here to where this ancient practice, they didn't have the scientific technology that we have today to prove how beneficial this is for the body, mind, and spirit, but Mm -hmm. the ancient practitioners knew. They knew. And so now we're finally... because they felt it in their own body. Yes. They didn't need an MRI to tell them what was happening. That's right. They knew. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And now we're closing the loop here. We do have a lot of scientific evidence to support all of this, which right. is great. Uh, but those of us that practice it, we we know um, right. how <laughs> how incredibly effective this is. And something just like you said, as simple as breathing, right. something that we all just take for granted every day and don't do very well when we're stressed. Right. Yeah. So, okay, do you have any more you'd like to share with us? Um, well, I had, you know, I was thinking about when you were talking about um, the uh, how, how do I treat them when they come in. I had this young man that came through our 12-week program um, twice a week, and every day when he came in, he walked over and stood by the wall and um, never got on his yoga mat. He just stood, and he... Wow. And he breathed, stood breathing. And I thought when he graduated, I thought to myself, he learned everything I taught in this program, but he did it his way. Mm. He got all the information, he got all the tools, but he did it his way. So I thought that was also a pretty interesting story. He went home with all the the information he needed, but his way. (laughs) Yeah, which is exactly what you're saying, that that's your goal. You strive to meet them where they're at. Yeah. And, and don't force, don't judge. So that's a really interesting story. And, then, and you know, what, what I said earlier about inviting them back in slowly and carefully is really important. You want people to feel again. We've had so many, um, you know, men and women say they, they just don't feel anymore. They, don't, they know that they love their families, but they can't feel it anymore. So when you start to see them using the breathing practices and the resting practices and you see sort of this light that start, turns back on. It, it's a pretty incredible process, and it's slow and it's comfortable. Yes. All right. That's wonderful stuff. And can you remind our listeners one more time where to find you on the web and social media if they want to learn more or get in touch with you? We are mindfulyogatherapy.org is our website. We are Mindful Yoga Therapy on, on Facebook, Twitter, all those things that, 
everybody uses, I guess, except me. (laughs) (laughs) All that social media stuff. (laughs) But there's a lot of good information from our team on all that social media stuff. So, yeah. All right. And you had made mention in a previous segment about some upcoming trainings. Can you mention that again for folks who may want to participate? Yeah, we have a training coming up in um, the Baltimore area at a place called Go-Go Guru. And we have a training coming up in Colorado Springs at Yoga Studio Satcha and a 100-hour program coming up in Connecticut at Newington Yoga Center. And if you go to our website, all of our programs are listed on the site, right on the homepage. Okay, that's great. Yeah, so if anyone who's a certified yoga teacher would like to work with this population, go for it. Uh, From what Suzanne is saying. Yeah, it seems like very veterans today are committing suicide, and we need your help to change that. Let's change that. That's right. Let's Let's, let's step up and change that. Yeah. Well, that's all the time that we have today, Suzanne. Thank you so much for stopping by and sharing a wealth of information about the value of for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mindful yoga. Your toolbox sounds incredible. And anyone who wants to go ahead and spread that toolbox as a yoga teacher, please go ahead. I, I am, as I mentioned, I'm so impressed with the Give Back Yoga Foundation. You'll feel welcome there, and they'll take care of you. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you, everyone, for joining us for this episode. And we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Our guest will be Dawson Church, Ph.D., author of the EFT Manual, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, which is a very effective way of separating emotion from a traumatic event that occurred to you so that it doesn't paralyze you so that you can move forward. And this is amazing stuff because we're all holding on to emotional traumas. They may be small, but they may be holding you back in certain ways. And this is a very interesting technique that you can learn and use for yourself. And before we go, I'd also like to announce that I've teamed up with accomplished life and business coach Noam Kostuki for an adventure in expansion for health and wellness entrepreneurs and practitioners called Abundance Cubed. If you want to grow your abundance triple bottom line dramatically without compromising your values, we invite you to apply to this program. You could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure to compete for the biggest growth in wealth, impact, and happiness. Our goal is to empower people who are engaged in real health care. And to learn more, you can click on the Abundance Challenge banner on the Generation Regeneration homepage on Voice America. Or you can go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on the Abundance Cubed page under the Radio Show tab. We hope you'll apply because it'll be the journey of a lifetime. And before we go, I'd like to remind you, you connect with me on Facebook at WCubed or on Twitter at Sandra G. Malhotra. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.